Hello. Hello. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want a lozenge? Why why did I say hello like that? Because I didn't tell you that I was sick. We're sitting here about <laughs> to press record. First of all, mind you, this is three days late. Why? Because we're sitting in person because I had Woo! to be I had to be up in New Hampshire and I'm literally about to press record and Emily's like, my ears keep popping. And I'm like, why? And she goes, I'm sick. And I was like, what the? <laughs> You're okay. It's okay. I'm okay. You can't say that three sentences after saying I'm sick. Yes, I can. Yeah. And you'd be lying. Do you want some emergency? That actually, yes. Do you have it? Yeah, it's in the cabinet. In the, in the right. spice cabinet. Fucking check in. Hello. I'm a little sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit, though. Not super sick. Um, I I had a good week. I hate you. What is today? Friday? Friday. A couple days ago, I had a very emotional day. Oh. I, I cried over everything. Were you on your period? No. Nope. I cried about everything. I don't know why. Is that an inappropriate question to ask a woman that- in no direct response well maybe maybe like another woman not me but like maybe some women feel like they could find that to be inappropriate i mean i ask for like oh you're an emotional woman and it's more like collecting background information like were you yeah predisposed to being more emotional or was it just a more emotional day yeah did someone set you up or so like, is that a bad happened? thing to add sound off well, in the some, <laughs> some, home, some people We're may canceled. may think that's a like uh inappropriate question to ask somebody in response to them saying then, that they're emotional but then my follow-up is do i get a pass for being gay is it worse if it's straight? Listen, I'm straight. not the person to ask this because I don't give a shit about I mean, anything. Steph, I know Steph, you'll be listening. Steph, I value your opinion and Allie. Those are two women I know who. Let me know. Those are two women you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, fucking cough on someone. I'll cough on you. Come back. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so I just like could not keep it together. Um, some sad things happened where I, I found out that a, a couple people that I know passed away. Yeah, I wanted um, to talk about this too. And that was very sad. I also, they, so a state trooper recently passed away from New Hampshire. And um, in Manchester, they did this really like beautiful, large ceremony for him. And um, I drove by it, and that's what started my day of crying because I just thought it was so absolutely beautiful and sad at the same time. Um, so I was crying because it was beautiful and sad. <laughs> um, and then, like, throughout the rest of the day, things just kept happening. Like, I found out about the people that I know that passed away and, like, actually a couple more people who I didn't actually – like, I didn't know them personally – um, but the beginning of this week, the, the community around here and, and the people that I know suffered, a, a significant amount of losses. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was very sad and, um, it made me very sad. One in particular made me, um, very, like just very sad. Yeah. Uh, the community lost a, an amazing person, um, and then I went to 
the grocery store and there was a no no just just wait right just here. wait there was I'm a this fucking emergency. <laughs> it's so gross dude there was a man um who was like slumped over in his chair like passed out on the median yeah. um and i was I as thing. i uh no it was at uh hannaford um I always see a person out there panhandling, and usually he's um, pretty methy. Um, <laughs> but this time he was uh, very sleepy. Um, and so when I was leaving, I, I made sure to, to pull up as close to him as I could get to, to see if he was alive. Um, and he was alive. But he just he looked really terrible um and the it just made me really sad like i came home and i sat on my kitchen floor and i cried for like 20 minutes on because the floor? i was, oh yeah well i was in the middle of cooking um and i on just the floor? well no on the stove you could bring a chair um, in there no i didn't want to i just wanted to be on the floor wanted to ground i wanted to be on the ground grounding um but it just made me really sad. It really um, hammered home, like, the power and the, um, like, just how devastating this disease of addiction is. Yep. Um, to have so many people pass away around, like, in the same couple days and then, like, just to see that man in the in the terrible shape he was in and, like, just thinking about how, you know, people were just driving by with no regard um and just like how much help we need and it made me really sad and very emotional and you know i i talked to people about it i i talked with my closest friends about it and explained to them like how i was feeling and why i was feeling like that and i just allowed myself to cry um and to really feel that and feel that emotion because i don't cry very often um yeah i no go oh um, I have so much I want to say. I don't cry very often. You're and a really good job listening. So I know you're doing a very good job. <laughs> Give you an A plus for listening today. It's been a whole six and a half minutes, and it's been mostly me talking. That's impressive. Um, so, <laughs> so it, it, uh, <clears throat> I don't remember what I was saying now. Um, I'm um, allowing myself to cry. Oh, yeah, allowing myself to feel that was really nice and i was i was like both happy that i was crying and like feeling that emotion because it doesn't um it doesn't happen often so it was nice to to be able to experience that and i also cried about some good things there were some good things like some gratitudes that um brought tears to me and and made me cry um so it was a, it was a crying day for good and bad things, and uh, it was really nice. I felt a lot better after, um, and then the next day I woke up and I felt a lot better, and I feel better now. You know, after a good cry. So that's kind of like my check in, I guess. I don't really have much much else. I had a, an emotional day, but like everything else was good. Um, I don't have any like crazy stuff coming up do we already talk about halloween or no no we need to talk about that too all right so halloween um i had 
three different Halloween costumes this year. <laughs> so wait, before you go to Halloween, yeah, I want to wrap up the loss. Okay, because I don't want to come back to it once we go into Halloween. All right, we're talking so about like, the loss. Yeah, because I had. So listening to you, actually, what I'm thinking about, and the reason why I pointed at you is because this is such an interesting follow up to the season one episode where we talked about losing people. Hmm. And what we talked about is like you, we literally cannot get sad about every single one. It would it would be impossible. Not impossible. I get sad about every single one, but whatever. Listen to the yeah. episode. I'm not recapping it, but. It's also very not exciting. Not the right word. It's very in real time, um, because every so often one does come along or two come along. Like you said, this series of, mm-hmm. of ones come along that hit you, and any time I have that moment of like real deep sadness, a it reminds me that I'm a human being, <laughs> and yeah. like, b it reminds me like this is very still happening. Like I get, especially working in the field and being surrounded by it at all times, I get very disheartened and you get so wrapped up in like the bullshit of what's happening right now that like, like I'll forget the larger picture, even for myself, because this past week I celebrated my anniversary and I'm pretty sure that my anniversary was the day I found out or maybe the day after. And it was just this moment of like extreme, like, like being very proud of myself, but also just being very like, this is still happening. Yeah. And like, it was, I also was very emotionally affected by this one in particular due to my relationship with that person. Yeah. Um, and like you said on that episode, it really does depend on my relationship with the person. Mm-hmm. But this was one that I really felt. And it's one that really just kind of <clears throat> didn't like rock me where I was like, couldn't like uh, devastated uh, to the point where like, I couldn't move. It was like, it rocked me to the point of like, I've said it already, but like, this is still happening. Yeah. I get so swept up in all the bullshit. I've been talking, not bullshit. All of these uh, barriers and obstacles that I've been talking about this whole season are very real to me. But then something like this happens, something like this happens. And I'm like, Oh, calm down. Like I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very saddened by the news. I'm very grateful that my life is not something I'm afraid of losing at the current moment due to drug usage. Um, and I'm, uh, it's hard. Yeah. It's a hard one and it, all loss is hard, but I don't know. This one in particular was a little difficult and I don't know. I wanted to, I was interested to hear your take on it too. And I'm glad that I'm glad you cried. Like yeah. I'm glad that you, I'm glad this is one that you felt and you felt it and you let yourself feel it rather than not feeling it. It's, I don't think a lot of it, I don't think it's a matter of like consciously letting myself feel stuff like this. I think it's more of like a subconscious happening and every once in a while it sneaks through sure. and, I think it <laughs> and it's literally nice has to. no it's nice i like i said i i felt a lot better after like a lot like i i love a good cry yeah me too i don't get it often 
So when I do, it's it's great. It's like a cleanse, yeah. like a little refresh. Like yeah. I can breathe again. Um, and I'm uh, like I said, I'm very happy that it happened. I'm not happy about all the it sad went, things, yeah, but, yeah, but I'm very happy right. that I was able to to Listen, feel that catharsis. I don't know what that means. Catharsis <laughs> is like uh, in. I know it from studying like Greek tragedy. Catharsis is like, I guess it's not, it's kind of. Catharsis is a group of people purging an emotion. Yeah. So like when you go, why, why do you, why did Greeks perform tragedies? Like these just deep, dark, sad plays. Like you're not showing up to laugh. You're showing up to have an emotion, but a sad one. And as an audience, as a group, as a community, as a unit, you are all experiencing catharsis you are purging that emotion i also might be 100 percent wrong and i don't want to google it because i feel very confident in the game, <laughs> we're not googling it then. but it it could be wrong so i i you know i send out so much love to the families and all of the loved ones affected by this loss and for those of you who know people in addiction or in recovery reach out to them, tell you, you love them. Yeah. Actually don't do anything. I don't, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to do. <laughs> Just suggest <laughs> <Be> my suggestion. <laughs> um, well, I, I, um, for today, I'm happy that I am sober. I reached out to a lot of people when I, the other day when I was sad and just told them that I love them because you know, it's nice. It's a thing to do. It's all happening. <clears throat> Are we um, gonna talk about Halloween now? Halloween. Halloweener. Halloweenie. Weenie Hunter. Am, <laughs> Am I talking about Halloween first? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so I had uh three different Halloween costumes. That's wild. Um, well That's they were wild. all they were all pretty like simple. Like I didn't do any sort of um uh what's the word, dude? Like I don't know. <laughs> like marvelous costume intricate i didn't have any sort of like intricate costumes um so on the halloween halloween weekend um no. <laughs> on friday night miranda and i and uh, her boyfriend went to a party and um me and miranda were different versions of the weekend <laughs> That was pretty intricate. Um, well, mine mine was rather easy. Hers was very intricate. Sure. So I was like, uh, the, I guess the part that made yours look intricate is the dreads that you already have. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I was that yeah. one. So I was the version of the weekend from like right, like in the beginning, um, when he had the crazy hair and everybody was like, "Oh, his hair!" Um, <laughs> and he was still like very in the dark face and then miranda was the more well-known version of him that's more recent where he uh had a broken nose and like the red suit um so hers came out really well mine also came out really well we had a good time and then the next day she had a party at her house um my god crazy wild this was an intimate gathering so miranda's uh miranda's dad's birthday is on halloween so she has a little party 
every year uh, for him. Um, so I, me and Bren did a, uh, I, I don't want to call it a couple's costume, but it was like a pair costume. And, um, why don't you want to call it a couple's costume? Well, because the characters that we were, were not couple, a couple. Okay. I don't, I think that's okay. Brendan was Captain Hook and I was Mr. Snee. Who's to say they're not a couple? Okay, I guess they could be a couple if you wanted them to be, but I don't think that they they are. Um, Why? Because two uh, men can't be in a relationship? Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's wrong. It's wrong and inappropriate. How dare you? A homophobic holiday. <laughs> um, so that was really funny. Again, that costume was very simple. Um and then on Sunday, I went trick-or-treating just, like, spur of the moment. I wasn't going to go, but ended up going trick-or-treating with a uh, couple of my friends and uh, one of my friend's son. And I just put – she had, like, some pieces of Halloween costume that she was going to wear for work or something, but didn't end up wearing them. So I just put them on and was, like, the, the spider queen. Um, and – had a great time i had a great halloween weekend um lots of fun and like time with people that i love mm-hmm. and um yeah i had a, a successful relaxed stress-free halloween weekend um so let's hear about yours i really wanted to go out 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 um, i ended up going to uh, my friend's party uh, so i did i did the opposite. I did not have a sober Halloween. I was sober. <laughs> I, was not, <laughs> I was not around sober. This smells so good. Oh my god, I love this. Yeah, that's Damn the one that I normally use. Um, so I wanted like to really go what? out. Well, I was gonna light it. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? So I um. My friend had a party and I went and it was a lot of, it was all my girlfriends that I used to really heavily drink with and I knew they would all be heavily drinking and I really wasn't, honestly, not even worried about it. Like it wasn't even like a, who should I just like, yeah, I'm going to go. I had fun. I had no desire to drink. Um, they all did. And I, I also very willingly um, pushed drinks on them. Where's your lighter? Uh, in my room. I can get it. Keep talking. Um, sorry, I'm trying to light a candle that I really like the smell of. Um, actually, I'm not sorry. Um, so, uh, yeah, I knew they would all be drinking. I actually pushed drinks on them. I created shots for all of them. They were like shots and a half. Um, I didn't take no for an answer. <laughs> I didn't take no for an answer, but I did chill them. Like I measured them all out, then put it with ice and shook them up. So they were like chilled Yeah. And then poured them all out in glasses and then literally carried a tray of all of these glasses into the party and was like, all right, shot time. Um, and yeah, so that was fun. And then I wanted to go out to like a, a, a gay place, but I didn't want to do like super gay. So I went somewhere queer and I'm very proud of myself. Because there was a cute boy in the corner, and I was just like, "Wait, um, you're gay?" Shut up! I knew you were gonna <laughs> say that. Um, it was a cute boy in the corner, and I went up to him and I asked him for his number. Sober, dead sober, at two a.m. And how did that go? Yeah, he said yes. Um, thank you, thank you. Just practicing social skills. 
um, practicing being the version of myself that I want to be um, in settings like this. Um, uh, my Halloween costume was, so I, for those of you not familiar with treatment or hospitals, if you <laughs> leave a program or a hospital before is recommended, you are called an AMA, which is an against medical advice. So I went as an AMA, which means I wore a hospital gown and I didn't tie up the back and I wore sexy underwear and just ran around the city. And um, I was an AMA and it was a hospital gown. <laughs> it was a hospital gown from a time I was actually hospitalized. Um, so it was very method acting, um, but also I just was lazy and very poor. Um, and just, that's what I did. Um, so yeah, Halloween was fine. And I was like around drinking the whole time did not bother me, but like being in the city for the full weekend, like the city turns up on Halloween and like not in the best ways. Like it's just pandemonium. Yeah. And actually I was thinking about this. I was walking, I was walking through a park and like in the center of Washington square park was all these like college kids and like fun and like people weed is legal. So people smoking weed and like, like, and this is on Halloween now, like, non-problematically partying yeah and then i was like walking through the park and when you get to the corners and the edges where it's darker uh, you got to like literally i walked from like i walked through the progressive illness yeah it was, like the fun times yeah. into, like people like shooting up like oh no just like dark scary and i was like yeah see this is my halloween not that like yeah. in my you know what i mean like i don't i no longer get the center of the park halloween um <laughs> and that's fine you're out on the corners now. Um, but literally, here's what I really wanted to tell you. Okay. I got stood up. You're gay on a date. Oh my god! Like real stood up. Like you sat there waiting for them, and they never came, and they didn't answer your calls, and you you still sat there and waited, and then you had a drink while you waited, and you went home hammered. Almost, almost exactly true, but instead of a drink, it was a coffee. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was chatting with this boy online for like over a week. Like it had been like a long time for apps. And we like, I was like the connections like there and like there's good chemistry, whatever. And like, finally we like arranged a time to like be able to meet in person. And he was going to meet me at a coffee shop where I was ending work. And then we were going to walk to dinner, set it up. Great. Cool. In the morning, he texts me like something like good morning handsome i was like oh, oh. i like say good morning whatever and i told him how my day what was going and then he didn't respond and so a few hours later i was like how's your day no response at 5 45 i was like we still on for six no response and i'm sitting i was already there because of work yeah so it wasn't like i got ready and went to the day like, yeah i was already there but i sat there till like six almost 6 30 like like full on movie like looking at the door every yeah. time it opened in oh. in the real world i hope he got hit by a train because it would explain that's the excuse have you heard from him since no wow not a single word no peeps huh nothing wow and that makes me so sad did i so then i'm sitting there i'm like i know what i should do i should go to a meeting i should talk to people I should not go home and lay in sadness and self-pity. But you did. I will give you one guess what I did. Went home and laid in sadness and self-pity. Yes. But. Unreal, dude. 
in the moment it's hard and the thing was yeah. it's like i did text one friend and told them and i was like are you going to a meeting they were like they responded after i had already gotten on the train headed towards home and i was like it's too late you could have gotten off um no um <laughs> because then where they were going to a meeting was like in a completely different part of Brooklyn. yeah very hard to get home from where they were and by that time i'd already committed to self-pity sadness um so that helped me because it was the impetus for really being like okay i need i need to be done with some boy time for the moment yeah. and it also was a re it was actually the impetus for asking that guy for his number at the bar because i was like i need to stop living online when i move to a city of homosexuals yeah that's the whole point it's just easier on the phone sometimes or it feels easier it's more accessible but i'm also just spending way too much time doing it so i have no apps on my phone right now Woo! Um, wow that's awesome and i that's went great. on a real live date that i of someone i met in person and how was that it was good good that's i great. think we're gonna end up being friends but yeah he was very cool we're going to see a show this week which i'm very excited about yeah um I'm just glad that you met somebody in real life. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think all the apps are. He doesn't know that I'm, I've decided that we're only going to be friends. <laughs> I think that. Um, <laughs> well, once you guys are friends, you can tell them. I predicted this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I should edit it out. Maybe I just want to tell him I have a podcast. That's, that's up to you. Well, because I was debating lying to him and being like, I'm not ready for something. Well, now you're going to have to to cut all this out. I'm not going to. Okay. I'm just never going to tell him I have a podcast. <laughs> just never going to talk to him again. Maybe that's what happened to the guy who, but honestly, who stood listen, you up. No. <laughs> but listen, I have been told flat out that I just want that I, I just want to be friends and like does it hurt? Yes, but like you're it's the truth. You know what I mean? Like it's Well, like, and I feel like it's better to be told that than to like think something else for so long and then have it be like no. Yeah. Like just get it over with you know yes i do yes i do but i'm just glad you met somebody in real life because yeah, i think that those apps are all garbage well i don't believe that they're garbage i think people can use them correctly juries out on whether i can yeah stood up sitting at starbucks <laughs> every time the window opened you're like oh, oh dad <gasps> Um, I feel like I had other things I wanted to say, but we're like, we need to move on to the topic. Yeah. So the topic today is actually going to be chosen live and in this moment. Our friend is sitting listening to us um, who has no desire to be on the podcast, but likes to be adjacent to it. <laughs> right next I to it. Task, I forgot to pull a topic uh, before I left um, from the God bag. So we just went to the... The, the next best thing yeah the next best thing and we asked her to come up with a topic and then we were just going to speak on it right off the bat do we have a topic i do forgiveness okay. or and forgiveness of oneself Ooh. <gasps> no oh my okay, god so forgiveness of others and forgiveness yourself. of yourself mm -hmm. wow <laughs> Okay, so the topic, if you guys didn't hear it, because I don't know if you can hear her over yes, there, bam, bam. Um, is forgiveness of others as well as forgiveness of self. 
So um, an all-around, fully encompassing forgiveness topic. Vincent is is trying to come to terms with it. No, it's, 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 a, it's a very good one. <laughs> it is a good one. Though. I honestly did not think she was going to choose something serious. I did. <laughs> I did. Oh, well, I, did. I just know her, and I know uh, how seriously she takes, um, like, I guess recovery based things or stuff like this. So I knew, I knew that she would. What is it like to, because I love to structure it too in the questions of like kind of a comparison, like unhealthy, healthy. Yeah. Um, What is it like? Also, we have like, I'm going to. Yeah. Okay. Just. And we both keep doing that. Okay, so we're recording on a different platform today than we normally record on. And uh, it cuts us off every 30 minutes. So we're just about at 30 minutes. And I have been watching. And both of us keep glancing over at the <laughs> time. And, and, and the time turned red. It like... turned red when it went to 29 minutes. All right. So we're going to stop. We're, you're, again, you're going to have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So my question to you is... Um, what okay what is it like when you what is it like when you don't forgive someone i didn't realize we were recording already yeah i was like what what um please say the question again what is it like when you don't forgive someone what was it like are are you are you okay right now are you someone do you consider yourself someone who forgives people yes do you feel like you were always that way? Um, I don't know. It's it's very difficult for me to hold a grudge. It's very difficult for always? me to yeah, yeah. Even while I was using, um, like, yeah, it's 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 hard because it makes me feel yucky, and I don't like to feel like that. And um, I. You know, my ultimate goal is for everyone to be happy and get along in the whole entire world forever and ever, which will never happen. Um, But I would say I'm I'm able to forgive most of the time unless it's it's something like super extreme and it might it might take me a little longer. um, But usually I can find some forgiveness in that, too, even so I I. A long time ago, like probably like 10 years ago, I saw something that was like um, something along the lines of giving forgiveness to other people because it's like for yourself, for your own peace and inner peace, not necessarily for them. And like it's fully possible to forgive someone for something, but not um, continue to have a relationship with them if, if that's what you choose uh and to be like at peace with whatever happened but not continue that relationship do you know you know what i mean i have decided that this is no longer going to affect the way i act and feel it does not lessen the severity of what was done yeah i was told when i was in treatment if you have traumatic experiences, 
but you're still acting out as a result of them, you are letting the traumatic experience win. Yeah. Well, because it's affecting every part of your life. And, like, that's easier said than done sometimes. Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm not saying, like, that was like, oh, great, cool, done. (laughs) Okay, bye. We're good. I'm no longer traumatized. No, but while you were just speaking, that's what it, that was, like, my immediate thing that my brain was, like, thinking was, like, yeah, it's not that I look back on what was done and I feel any less about it. It's that I have decided it will no longer determine things that I do to myself or others negatively. Yeah. Forgive, but don't forget kind of thing. That's like very, I don't think it's good to forgive and forget. No, I think forgive, but don't forget. I was actually going to say that when we first started talking, it's like, I'm very, very able, I believe, to forgive, but I do not forget. I forget a lot of things, but I will not forget, um, like, pain that has been caused or, like, you know, things that have been done that are that are not kind. Um, and, like, I can be very understanding and, and stuff like that, but some things are just not, they're just not okay with me. So that is that part but like and forgiving as a way of like i am no longer going to hold yeah. on to this and i'm i'm yeah i'm emotions. no longer going to to feel this yucky it does not feeling. lessen what you did <clears throat> no i cannot hold it the way that i'm holding it anymore yeah and and most of the time like if it's something that's really uh severe I guess if you will the other person doesn't even know that I have forgiven like it's not like I call them I'm like hi I forgive you but I still don't want to be your friend um there's a smoke detector right there so just uh keep that in mind (laughs) um but Vincent is lighting little piece of paper on fire (laughs) um I don't remember what I was saying now. Um, I don't call the person up. And oh, yeah. Them. I don't call them up and tell them, hey, I forgave you, but I still don't want to be your friend. Like, it's more of just like a silent thing where it's more for myself than for them. Mm-hmm. Um, for my own peace of mind of like, okay, I'm going to let this go now and learn from this situation. And Can like, forgiveness take... ever be for the other person? Well, I mean, I, I guess, yeah. But it depends on what the situation is. Like, what am I forgiving? Like, what I'm forgiving you for? I don't think so. But it's more of like... If you're forgiving for the other person, it doesn't really sound like forgiveness. It sounds like you're... Enabling. Or or pushing your own self down because you want someone else to feel yeah. a different way. Ignoring yourself. Yeah. I think forgiveness always has to be for you. Well, yeah, because if I'm forgiving you for you, then, yeah, I'm probably disregarding. Yeah. Because the biggest thing I feel like people, uh, especially working with the population that we, what? It stinks. (laughs) Oh. I don't think, I love the smell of something burning. I like the smell of something burning, but right now that doesn't smell good. Maybe it's the kale you're ripping up. (laughs) Listen, I'm making little bouquets, okay? Okay, Kia. See. So oh. I um I think uh I I 
these are all very new ideas to me, so it's very exciting to think about it aloud. I think you cannot if you forgive someone else for them, you're you're losing yourself in it in your own serenity because <laughs> like working with the population that we do, the biggest thing is like, oh, I don't want a I don't want that person to know, like think they were right, or I don't want to give that person the satisfaction or, you know, and it's like, it looks like what you just said, like forgiveness is rarely even about having to express something to somebody else. Yeah, it's know? just like, unless you were the one who caused the harm. Well, yeah, but forgiving. Anyway, that's forgiving self. So yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm saying. But that was that felt really big to me. To think. I'm gonna go off topic for a second here. Yeah. Um, Ronan's uh, foster mom in arkansas sent him That's a birthday that. present oh. and it's here right anyway now. yeah she said it just was delivered at the door i yeah i don't know which door should we do a live um, unboxing it's at the front door it's there it is there it's out front right should now. we end the episode with a live unboxing <laughs> sure we'll we can it. do that so um yeah um i think that now that we're talking about it, I think that forgiveness is always for self. Because if, like, if in my mind, if I'm forgiving something, it's because it has caused me a harm. Like, if I'm going to forgive you for something, you've, you have caused a, a pain to me, whether it's intentional or not. And, like, in order for me to, to move past that, regardless of, like, how sorry you are and, like, how much you didn't mean to do it or whatever that looks like, yes. either way, it still caused me a pain. And if I'm forgiving you, it's not going to, like – it might make you feel better, but you still cause the pain. And like, I need to forgive you for myself in order to move past that. I don't know if that yeah. made any no, sense, forgiveness is actually but like, it, it feels like it's something of the other person, but it's actually selfish yeah. and correct intent. Because here's what I'm thinking too. I, uh, I, I use forgiveness to make someone else feel better so that I can get what I want faster, um, forgetting my own emotions completely. What does that mean? I'm thinking more specifically about like boys, especially mm -hmm. like I will, I will forgive you for red flags or I will, I will, I will say you did not upset me because I would rather do that and get you back to normal so that I get the comfort of this relationship. Yeah. But what's actually happening is that none of that actually was true and you still internally yeah. and it's still affecting me. Yeah. Then the next time it comes up, it hurts twice as much. And I have to yet again be like, oh, no, I'm fine. You yeah. Know? To the point where seven times later, you I explode. explode. Oh! <laughs> and that was like what I was thinking of when you were speaking is like, I, I have a very hard time. I used to and still can have a very hard time like forgiving someone. But when it comes to like someone who I'm like 
trying to date or something like that. Like you're I'll like, okay, for, it's gone by. Yeah, I'll Hi. forgive them so quickly, and it's that is still out of selfish intent, but not in the right direction. Yeah, I'm more of like. What helps you forgive people so well? Um. Well, I was just gonna say, like, I. (laughs) Why are you so fucking good at this? I have a, uh, I have always had and still have a hard time with, um, like, I guess being upset with people or like, like, I don't know how to explain it, but basically, like, I am. I take everything and I look at it from as many angles as I can. And if I can come to a place where I understand like why I will make excuses for you. And in my mind, like the excuse is valid and I'm like, Oh, okay. Like it's okay. Like they, whatever that happened. And it's because of this and I make the excuse for you. And then like, I'm okay with it and it's, and it's fine. And I forgive you because I know why you did it. And like, that's, that's it. Um, so sometimes that is helpful and sometimes it is counterproductive, um, because I am excusing you for behavior that's unacceptable and I'm like allowing the behavior and justifying it for you. That's what I was just going to say. Like the one thing tripping me up in how you're explaining it is the word excuse. I just like justification of like, like, I can't think of an example we're like, but I, but, 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 but the, the principle of what you're saying is exactly what I was thinking. Like, what is a skill I use to help forgive people is seeing it from their possible perspective. Yeah. But internally words like excuse and justification were not sitting well with me. So it's and like, I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, that's like what I do though, is I look at why you acted like this and things that could have yeah. caused that and like what I would have done in the situation and like why I would have acted like that or done that or whatever we're talking about. And then I will, um, like justify your harm causing behavior because I can see like where it would come from. And so I, I justify the harm caused as like, oh, like they're having a bad day and blah, 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 blah. Or like they just um, had this thing just happen to them. So they're upset and this is why. And like, I just roll with it and I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. And um, I'm trying to. We basically do the same thing. It's just, I don't like your wording. (laughs) And that's me loving semantics. But when I, I can take a step back and look at your perspective and forgive you for your wording. Thank you so much. <laughs> How would you word it? No, no, no. What I said is looking at their perspective. Yeah. But like some, in some occasions it's not, it's not appropriate. Like it's inexcusable. Yes. That's what I'm oh, saying. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like yes. it, like sometimes it is There's very helpful. Yeah. Sometimes it is very helpful to be able to see that and understand that and find the forgiveness in it. And like, it's okay. But other so times it's, it's inexcusable. Um, I talk to people around me and tell them like what is going on. And then they help me to figure out the uh, more appropriate way to respond to what's going on um because i don't really like know the minor thing yeah like um, um it's um, hard to think of examples 
Um, uh, I can't think of examples right now either. Yeah. But like the minor like things are where I have to look at perspective and see things from their side of it. And especially when it's like uh, someone did something that I would have done it differently. Um, yeah. And maybe it inconvenienced me or upset yep. me or whatever. And then I have to just like be like, okay, well, I see why they did what they did. Every, uh, every, um, wow, your every, head is very, <laughs> every example I'm thinking of are examples about clients that I'm working with and I can't talk about. Yeah. In my personal life, I can't think of a fucking example. Yep. Of my life. But then there are things that are inexcusable, like traumatic events. Yeah. Like I don't look back on that event that I went through and find forgiveness, look at that man's perspective and, See, I do that, though. Like, I used to look, and, like, I still can. It's it. We're working on it, right? But I can look back at my uh, traumatic, like, abusive relationship and even, like, in the moment, like, excuse the behavior uh, that was wildly inappropriate. Like, like things that Is are that just, just wrong. That's bad. Oh, okay. I'm yes. saying it's bad. Okay. It's bad it's bad for me like, because whoa. like I allow you to treat me poorly yes, yes, and yes, I make yes, your, yes. I make You're the excuse what not to do in some situations. Yeah. So, and that's the thing is like, where do you draw the line? That's up to you. How is it affecting you? That's that, that is still up to you. Yeah. Like, the event is not up to you. What you do in response to it absolutely is. Yeah. Um, and I, and I still like talk about it. Well, you know, and, I have to get other perspectives because my, as like what I've been saying, my brain doesn't function well. So I don't necessarily always know the appropriate reaction to certain things. So I have to, you know, pull the yard. I'm also thinking of like, why do I avoid forgiveness? And it's like one, like I said earlier, like with clients say this a lot, but I say it too, like, I don't want them to be right. Uh, But it's not about right or wrong, but in my mind it can feel that way. Um, but also what it comes down to is like, I want it, I want it to be someone's fault Mm -hmm. because if I fault someone, they have to take the blame. There's an expectation that comes with someone being at fault. And if I'm not the one at fault, I can co-sign whatever Mm -hmm. I want to do because it's not my fault or like. I can villainize them. I can whatever. So avoiding forgiveness gives me the ability to point Fingers. the finger yeah. and assign blame on someone. Yeah. And then doesn't involve me in doing any of the work it takes, <laughs> but it's because I don't want to do the work. Yeah. It's because it's, the work is painful. It's because the work, it, it doesn't seem possible. Or like you said, like, I like what you said, like I have to talk to other people because sometimes Forgiveness is almost, I mean, always should be like, in a lot of ways, I think forgiveness is, should be the ultimate goal. I also yeah. think there are some things that you will not ultimately get to quickly. Yeah, of course. Or maybe ever. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to sit here and say like, oh, I have to find forgiveness for everything. Everything in my life that I've currently experienced, I have found a level of forgiveness with that I am pleased with. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. In the future. There are also some well, things also, that happen in the larger world that I do not forgive, but also do not directly affect me. So I just have decided to stop holding on to them. Like there are yeah. injustices done in the world that I find unforgivable, but, but 
but instead of holding on to them and like perseverating on them, like I have to release those. I guess that is a level of forgiveness. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So avoiding forgiveness as a way to place the blame on somebody else. Fuck, I feel like I had something else I wanted to say. Because it feeds your ego. Why? That feeds your ego. How? If you're placing blame on somebody else, it's like I'm above this. I couldn't have done anything wrong in this. Yeah, and I want to yeah. be right. Yeah. Yeah, my ego yeah, wants ego. to be right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the ego is like, hello. <laughs> We're here. I'm here. And then it comes around to bite you in the butt. Yeah. Because then it's like, every at time. the end of the day, who's actually getting hurt by not being yeah. forgiving? It's you are. Usually, yeah, it's you. It's the other person is like. It's very tight on resentment. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like they go, in my mind, it goes like hand in hand. Because like resentment is defined as, you know, something that you feel over and over again, regardless of what that emotion is. So if I'm feeling pain around this situation over and over again, the only way I'm going to get rid of it is forgiveness of myself or the other person. Because we haven't even talked about forgiveness of self yet. Because that's like goes in with it too of like, did I, like, how did I act in this situation? Yeah. How did I? <laughs> that was dramatic. Well, for I'm just thinking, I'm, yeah. I feel like I'm right on the edge of remembering like the other. I feel like there's a bigger, there's a big thing I was leading up to, and then I got sidetracked. And I can't remember what I wanted to say. But the mm, procrastination of forgiveness, putting the blame on somebody else, it gets me scot free. Oh, 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 oh. And then it keep. This is not that big. Um, <laughs> you're like i well then it keeps me in the pain and misery which for me is something that feels comfortable yeah i love having something to complain about mm-hmm. i love again it's you the love blame. self-pity it's the blame and i it's... love it i love having someone else to blame it and like oh oh yes yes, ah! yes i found he's laid the egg i found the thing that i wanted to say also procrastinating so this actually goes hand in hand with getting stood up on the date this is what this is what made me think of this so the procrastination of forgiveness leads me quicker to internalizing the wrong yeah so the longer i put off and this is my experience the longer i put off coming up with this guy getting hit by the train and so I forgive him for showing not showing up to the date. That is like how I have made peace with this. Yeah, that's not appropriate. Why? Because you can't just do that. I don't actually hope he got hit by one, but in my mind the reason why he couldn't <laughs> go on a date with someone as good as me is because he was in a serious accident and has been unable to use his phone because of that and you have to tell yourself that to be okay i mean it's better than okay what's I'm the going, reality of it though the reality is, is, is he that, is that the, he could have but also he could just suck sure but right okay but okay and it had nothing actually to do with you're you. missing the point <laughs> neither, neither does him getting hit by a train that doesn't have to okay but me. that's like not something that you you, you know i'm not wishing it on him <laughs> I'm not sitting here saying, I wish he got hit by a train. I know. I'm saying, in my mind, 
he had to have gotten hit by a train because going because on you're so me, great yes i am aware he could be going through personal shit or all this stuff in my mind it's a train okay this is what i'm getting to the longer i come to a place of forgiveness and acceptance the faster track i take to internalizing the wrong that was done to me because before I came to a place of, oh, he got hit by a train. It goes into what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Why does this happen to me? What is wrong? I am broken. I am defective. I am ugly. I am this. I am ugly and yeah. I'm proud. The ego I am fl- ugly and I'm proud. <laughs> the ego flares back up, dude. In the opposite direction. Yeah. Yes. The, I'm a worthless person. Yeah. The wor- I'm the worst person ever. And so now looking at like um, the, um, um, uh, the wrongs done to me through addiction. Okay. I was, I was engaged in very risky sexual behaviors and very, very off on a day-to-day basis, put in very, uh, high risk situations where, uh, micro traumas of all kinds were just death by a thousand paper cuts. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, I'm laughing because I, because I, if I like don't, that. if I do not look at that period of my life and the longer it took me to forgive myself a segue but the longer it took me to forgive myself and the that whole period of my life the longer i start to internalize it like i am garbage i'm being treated like garbage because i am garbage not i'm being treated like garbage because i'm using drugs and around unhealthy people it's like i am garbage because i'm being treated like garbage i'm being treated like garbage because i'm in this like yeah circle because i'm not coming to a level of acceptance and forgiveness around this thing i'm just yeah i'm internalizing it yeah you're just sitting on it and internalizing something rather than forgiving it is very dangerous. Why? Because then it gets mixed up with your core mm-hmm. beliefs and your and it starts becoming core false beliefs. Like yeah. I start like that you're to, garbage. I start to believe that I am garbage. Yeah. So then when I believed like I was garbage, <clears throat> I was then purposely seeking out situations to be treated as such well yeah because if you believe that then then i'm gonna attract that yep which all goes back to instead of finding some forgiveness and like healing i internalized what i was refusing to forgive yeah so talk about forgiving yourself do you feel like did you ever beat yourself up oh yeah all the time do you have to do you have to let it linger wait before we go here one second Okay. What were you asking me? Well, uh, like beating yourself up. Let's go into self-forgiveness because we're also getting close. Yeah, I love to beat myself up. Beat it up. (laughs) But yeah, no, that's like um, very common for me. I it's very hard. So like an example that I have is when I make mistakes. Right when I when I first um, got sober, it was like devastating to me if I made a mistake if I did something wrong if I made someone upset like it was earth shaking um I feel the earth move. and I learned along the way that <laughs> um that like I am a human 
and humans make mistakes and humans cause harm and like that is just a part of it and the only thing I can do is like learn how to accept it when I make a mistake and like uh forgive myself for that understand that like I am a human person and like I can only do my best on a daily basis and sometimes my best like might be not good right Mm. um and to like it's a big thing for me is like learning from stuff and self-forgiveness comes through that for me of like okay I didn't know I didn't know this and we're gonna do better in the future to like not have this happen again and like I am a human person and I make mistakes and I cause harm and I say the wrong thing or I do the wrong thing or whatever it is we know you can't perfect boy over there who just got (laughs) stood up on a date um but like reminding (laughs) reminding myself that like i am a human person and kind of like cutting down my ego because my ego tells me that i don't make mistakes because i am the most perfect person that has ever lived and then on the other side of it i make a mistake and my ego tells me that i'm literally the worst person that has ever been alive and like just flip-flops like that so trying to curb that feeling with reminding myself that I'm a human reminding myself that every single person in existence makes mistakes causes harm like that these are normal people things and like uh the first time that I ever heard this what I'm about to say um Miranda's boyfriend said it to me and in the moment like it wasn't about anything crazy but in the moment it was like profound um and he was like it's okay to be human and I was just like oh it is okay to be human and try to remind myself of that when I get into these situations where like I feel like I'm the worst person ever or like I feel like I can't like this can't go wrong because I'm perfect and and just like combating my self-hatred with a reminder that I'm a human person and like I do human person things Mm -hmm. um so I find self-forgiveness in that like that is how I've learned to forgive myself is by reminding myself that I'm a human and like learning from whatever happened and doing better in the future because I can't I can't go backwards I can't undo the um I can't undo the pain that I've caused. I can't undo the things that I've done, but I can not do them again. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where I find the forgiveness of like, okay, like we're, we're going to try our best not to, not to have this happen again. Mm -hmm. So one of my, one of my favorite things I've ever run a group on and like, I just re looked it up to make sure I was about to say something right. Um, (laughs) One of my favorite things I like have learned in my travels and then also now like try and teach to other people is cognitive distortions. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them of it is the, uh, where is it? Um, the fallacy of fairness. Ooh. So this idea that it is, it is a distorted way of thinking. If you think everything in the world has to be fair. Yeah. Like that, that is not, real it's not 
yeah, it's not realistic because another cognitive distortion is always being right. Because what I'm, what I'm hearing from you and what it's making me think is that first I have to identify that I am someone that no matter what, like I, there will be a time where I have to forgive myself. Yeah. And like, if I'm having trouble forgiving other people, I probably have trouble forgiving myself. Yeah. Um, so number one is recognizing that no matter what my ego doesn't want to hear this, but my, it's like, I will have to forgive myself at some point or another because I will do something wrong or something wrong will happen. Yeah. And it will be your fault. On the other hand, it will be your fault. Everything is my fault. Correct. Do you know what I mean? And I don't need to, you know, beat myself all along. It's like trying to stay in the middle of the two extremes of nothing is my fault and everything is my fault. We stay right in the middle. And then following up that, then the second thing that comes in hot and heavy is that do I, and I feel like I talk about it. I always return to self-worth and self-love because that is, I've said it on here a million times, like that is recovery to me Mm -hmm. is a journey towards self-love. And the thing is, is like checking in with, do I feel worth being forgiven? Like, or do I hold on to, uh, do I procrastinate being forgiven because, yeah, I don't feel like I'm deserving. Yeah. Do I love myself enough? Do I have a, a relationship enough with myself and the reality of this world that I am an imperfect being, like you said? Yeah. And I am someone who will need to be forgiven and also is worth being forgiven yeah the transgressions that i have done i need to make peace with yeah but then it comes down to like what about murderers what about murderers do they need to forgive themselves yeah they killed someone yeah they would have to forgive themselves but but a lot of a lot of murderers like can't do that though they're not capable and they don't have like the and they, like there's that's an example of the person who's affected by the murder will never there's a level of uh the line is crossed yeah there's like a level of like like i will not look at it from your perspective i will not justify i will not but that is a situ a high level situation where it's like but i also cannot let it do x y and z to my actions like if if someone got murdered and then i literally never leave my room because i'm so sad yeah you, you can't do that i think that the the obviously we're, is, we're not talking about an like extreme I topic i went right to this is very extreme but that's what i mean is like so there are levels to this conversation that like we're not really scratching the surface yeah of. this is not meant to this is just like general everyday kind of small traumatic events thing. Well, some of them big. Yeah, but not murder. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not doing murder. All right. We're just. just <laughs> we're talking like about murder? average things, and I know murder happens every day, but like, you know. What about being a murderer's therapist? What about it? I would. I would do that. Yeah. So something that very highly interests me is um, major mental health disorders and like major um, like that. Like I would like to know 
what goes on inside of the brain of a murderer. Because a part of me is like, yes, you belong in jail for the rest of your life, but you also deserve to be helped. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's interesting to me and not in a way where I'm like supportive of that action or any of that, but I, I, I want to, I have a want to understand everything. I love learning. I love. Do you think I should go to school for social work or for counseling? So kind of similar things. What would you pinpoint as the two differences? Not really sure. Or as the differences? When I read similar things. When I read the course breakdown. Well, do you do you um, want to counsel murderers or not? I could, maybe. I'm very interested in working with people in jail. Yeah. Not based on lived experience. <laughs> um, no, because when I read the courses for mental health counseling, I like those courses better than I like the social work ones. But I think the social work degree is more versatile. Yeah. Yeah. Like me. I didn't think we were going to talk about murderers. I didn't either. Um, yeah, so forgiving myself. I think we're like... Yeah, we need to be done soon. Yeah. We need to get to be unboxing. Yeah, I'm really excited. Forgiving myself. We'll go get the, get the stuff. I'll get, the, I'll get the stuff. We're getting forgiving, the stuff. Forgiving myself. I'm only sleeping, so... Have I forgiven myself? In a lot of ways, yes. In a lot of ways, is uh, being very real... For me, oh my gosh! What? Just, just like there, there, uh, a way of forgiveness of others is starting to see the perspective of why it was done, what was done. The same thing happens to me. Like I think of um, the immense self work and the immense journaling process that I've done in my life, and looking at my part of what yeah. I did, and starting to learn why you did that my my things and like my 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 distortions my distorted thinking things like that when i start to learn the how and why of what i did a it enables me to not do it again but also b it's it, it, there's a level of compassion now it's like yeah because okay, you're like I see, oh this I is why i did this yeah but i'm not justifying my past yeah um Wow, great topic. Yeah, thank you so much, friend. I hope we did a good job. I, I miss recording with you in person. So do I. It's, a, it's such a better vibe. I, I also need to put my phone far away from me when we record because I very, like, when I'm at home, I yeah. get that very, like, Zoom mentality of, like, do-do-do-do-do. And it's, like, it's harder to look at someone through a computer. Like, here yeah. when we're talking, like, I look more at you. When yeah. I'm at home, I feel like I'm looking around the room more. Yeah. It's just everything is weird on the computer, but we, we make can it make work. it work though. Yeah, it's we're making it work. These are like little treats. All right, unboxing. Okay, we're unboxing. We're running out of time. Oh, we're unboxing. Okay, I got the scissors. Ronnie's asleep. He's not anymore. Money. Okay, so Ronan's birthday was sometime last month. Um, he came from a shelter in Arkansas. Um, and before I went to pick him up, his foster mother down there um, and I connected. And it was great. I was very excited to um, connect with a person because Vincent got to experience me uh, freak out for a few days thinking that I was getting scammed and that there actually was no puppy. Uh, but there was a puppy. 
and um she is great she's a super super nice woman and uh she loves we became friends on facebook so that she could see uh like updates on him and like see how he's yeah. doing and when i posted uh about his birthday she messaged me and said hey i, I want to send him a present um so his present has arrived and it is very exciting so let's see what do we have um we have some treats they are turkey turkey treats Should we try them? so he will love them yeah try it go ahead open them up um oh we have a puzzle a puzzle toy he loves uh puzzles he anything to get him to have to use his brain he's very ronan is very smart um so this looks like a really cool good puzzle toy for him because i have like the 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 balls and stuff that you hide treats in but this looks like a real puzzle toy that looks very unappetizing. It does look unappetizing. The other ones that I have for him look more appetizing. Are they the that. ones that look like jerky? No, they look like cookies. Oh my god, he's eating it. <coughs> I wish everyone could see your face it right now. They don't taste like cardboard. Yeah, they don't taste like really anything. I thought it was going to taste like more turkey. Flavorful. They kind of, dog treats kind of just taste like dust, really. Not much Which is terrible flavor for them. Yeah, I mean I they like they it. Know, yeah, Ronan, I don't know. Come here. Can I give him this? Oh, yeah. Oh, that this is fun. Oh, this is like one of those things yeah. where you he has to like move. Uh, he has to like move the the, the pieces. Is bad. <laughs> so this will this be fun. Out? Yeah, that one is the one that I said looks good. It's gonna probably taste the same, but I'm interested about the pink part. So now we're doing a treat sampling with Vincent. He's oh, trying my he's trying part. my Happy Belly Yo Pup uh, treats that are that are um, covered in yogurt. They have a nice little pink yogurt drizzle over the top. <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> Say that one's not good, or. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's. A million times worse. Well, it has a lot of probiotics in it, so you'll be regular. Oh, <laughs> this one's much worse. Is the frosting gross? No, it's not good. The frosting is not good. <laughs> Ugh. I wanted that because it's a pink drizzle. Like pink's my favorite yeah. color to eat. Well, they look good when you look at them. They look Blech. they look better than those. <laughs> These were better. All right, so the birthday present treats were better than the ones that I have. Um, did Ronan eat it? Did you give it to him? I did. I'm going to give him this one now. Ronan, come here. Come on. So um, we have a, a bone. He loves bones, so this will be great. He loves to chew yeah. everything up. And this puzzle toy, which will also be awesome because... Where is he? He's right here. there. Here, right here. Um, okay, bye. Okay, love you, bye. This was great.